Welcome back to another episode of First Issue Club, the weekly podcast where we cover first issues of the week and help aid you through the muddy and murky waters of the comic book world. Well, today we got a special episode for you. This week was... It didn't it didn't have a lot of zingers in it. And so we are covering a book, uh, Skyward, out on Image, number one. And then we are going to do something that we wanted to do an episode about, and we're going to go ahead and do it anyway. We're going to talk about the new Avengers. Infinity War. Yes. The movie hasn't come out yet, so don't worry about spoilers. Technically not a first issue, but it doesn't have a number associated with it. So I think if it was a comic, it would be called a one. Yeah, it'd be a one-off. What about we tell everybody who we are, and then you say what Marvel Cinematic Universe character you would not miss. My name is Greg Lichtai, and the MCU uh, character I would not miss is Scarlet Witch. Ever since they introduced her into the movies, she's just been whiny and complaining. and Like, I get it. Like, you were like a pawn in Ultron's game. It's just like, she's just like so whiny to me. She's probably the least developed character. Mm-hmm. And I've kind of been wondering if she's going to be the ones that they kill off because we're least emotionally tied to her, and that would be easy. Right. Um, I do love the relationship with Vision, and so I'm interested to see where that yeah. goes for sure. I I would kill off Doctor Strange. Really? Yeah. I. I uh I think that was kind of a boring movie. It's one of my I think one of my least favorite ones of the interesting okay. of the series. Yeah, he doesn't that character doesn't do a ton for me to be honest. This is Budget King, and I could uh, I'll see Cap die. I think that's the most likely. Well, that's the most likely, but that's your honest answer of the character that you yeah, would you least would care want about. To. Yeah, is that why is that surprising? I don't know. That's just such a rich character and I think he's been the concentration of some of the best Marvel Universe you movies. Say, you say that he's the best in Winter Soldier. I get that. It's it, That's one of the better yeah. movies. Mm-hmm. He has not been at all interesting in the Avengers movies. You don't think so? I he's like the disagree. Avenger. He's the glue. I'm not a huge fan of Cap. He, I don't get it. He's so obviously racist. <laughs> no. no, he isn't. Not at all. Give me a break. He's just like white guy. Man, and one thing I love about him is that he's, the the whole premise that they're bringing this guy into new America, and he's supposed to be this symbol for America. You, I, you, see, you see the world through his lens, and he starts to see America as a different thing, and like, that's so interesting to me. My name is Caitlin Morosic, and I'm going to say um, Nebula. I don't really think anybody would really... Th- think about her enough to even so it's safe you know for yeah. me to be like i don't really care i had to think about who yeah. she was <laughs> seriously you just you just said her name and i was like who's that again oh yeah yeah the half robot. i was gonna say stanley but that would yeah. be like a mercy thing oh that's so good like, he oh, just needs Caitlin, to that we need so to good. do him a solid uh, i think right about now he, he wants to die yeah he has to no, he doesn't he I, gives those quotes where he's like i'm alive bitch after he has a heart attack <laughs> what he did. He, he had did. something like, yeah. I don't, I'm not amazing. quoting him. I'm not qu- quoting him correctly, but it's something to that effect. Uh, let's get this podcast <laughs> started. 
First up, we got Skyward. Only up. Only up. <laughs> we got Skyward. Skyward, I feel sorry for you because you're the only comic book we're covering this time. And uh, Skyward is uh, subtitled My Low G Life, Part 1, Words and Art by Henderson and Garbett. In Skyward, we got a world where gravity does not exist. And I hate to say it, but that's it. <laughs> <laughs> Truly, that's it. So okay, okay, so I was thinking about it, though, and this is one of the only books I've read where maybe the main character has a totally different idea of what she wants to do versus the person who can save the world. Do you know what I mean? Explain. Like her dad. That's really good. Yeah, tell me more about fix this problem that has happened to the world and destroyed his personal life. That's clearly where you see the story going at the end. Mm -hmm. She has no interest in that, if you think about it. She's like, I can't imagine a world where this isn't a possibility for me. Totally. The character grew up in a world where gravity is like never existed yeah. on Earth. Yeah, and she loves it. And she does not, she wants to explore more of it, right. if anything. So they may have like, and but you follow her throughout the book. So the save the world thing is going to be kind of the anti-story yeah. for her. Yeah, that's a good point. One of the things that I was thinking, so I bought this comic digitally. Oh, yeah. It took me like two minutes to read it, maybe. Mm -hmm. It was like very quick, like you're kind of insinuating. And it kind of made me reevaluate the value of a digital comic book. Like I spent, I think, $4 mm -hmm. to buy this thing. You read it in two minutes. I'm never going to read Skyward number one again. No. Should it cost $4? No, it shouldn't. And... Magic the Gathering actually does the same thing. Their booster packs are the same price of a, like, physical booster pack online. <laughs> and, like, that's when you start feeling, like, super shitty. At least, like, yeah. comic books have uh, artistic merit. Yep. Like, somebody's spent time on them. Magic Card is just a fucking grab bag, like, of money. Shit. Well, don't people spend a lot of time on that art, though? On the cards themselves. Yes, but those are those cards could be fucking blank, and people would still. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. Totally right. Yeah. You could put clip yeah. art on them, and yeah. people would still buy them at this point. Well, to be fair, we've also bought blank comics. <laughs> yeah, That's <is> true. <laughs> well, just covers, right? <laughs> true. Yeah. What, did you, so, did you guys? Did you guys find some of the shock moments of? Oh, like the world would be like this if gravity didn't exist. Kind of corny okay. as you read through it. Yeah. Uh, so. I think yes and no. I actually, when I finished this, I was like, okay, I didn't realize how much I don't appreciate gravity. Right. It killed her mom. Uh, That's number one. <laughs> <laughs> right? We all have moms. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, yeah. I wouldn't have a mom anymore. Um, and then you can't fire a gun at the ground. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like I often find myself uh -huh. doing. She fires a gun and like shoots up in the air mm -hmm. like every morning. A mile. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I, I do, I do think that they like fully understood what their world was and the rules of it and yep. stuff like, uh, and, and a rarity of a point where I, I don't see this happen. They dipped a little too much in just knowing the world and what's at stake here. Right. I don't know. Yeah. Like there's no government well, shady goings on. There's yeah. no like yeah. scientific thing I, that goes on. It's yet. just like What's it's hard for them book? to go outside. I think that's like a big thing. So why didn't I, they have like a cable system? I kept just thinking like this could be. I should design this city. Yeah, you should. Like, it would have been. You'd think that twenty years into it, that's well, yeah, why, why are they people would have living a mode of transportation that would 
and they they're talking about like how you can't go into the countryside because it's like got these muggers and like strange red glasses and like yeah. it's just get, it gets dangerous maybe there's nothing to hold on to in the country but like you would have your transportation no. you know if it was 20 yeah. years in you would have a way for people to get around all we see is that they just have leashes for children to tether yeah. them to adults. <laughs> like, which, that's it. Which I would want with, that, like, with gravity. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so not much has changed yeah. with gravity and no gravity. Right. Um, but I think, I think Caitlin and Mike are both... Budgeting. <laughs> Budgeting are both completely right on this. That the one, the one, They waited the whole issue to give you the interesting thing, which is the dynamic between the father and daughter and the information he has all those little moments throughout the book that are just like, oh, huh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll give you a couple examples just because I thought these were funny. There's one where she's talking to a guy and he ends up being handicapped. And you realize that handicapped, people don't even recognize that you can't walk anymore, right? Because there's no gravity. So he doesn't have feet, no big. He's, his life doesn't change. I had completely forgotten about that and that's uh, such a good point. And then there's another um, delivery person who is morbidly obese, and she's just like, you know, running quick today. Uh, And they make a point of, you know, the morbidly obese being, like, as fast as ever. So... Yeah, not incapable to do these, like, strenuous jobs. Right, exactly. Um, Which were just a couple, like, little things about the world that you do go there, you're just like, oh, clever. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But... (laughs) <laughs> How many pages does that get you through yeah. before you're like, well, yeah. all right. I'll take a couple more. Yeah. Did you guys ever see the... Uh, it's the, not a period piece, so he's it. Yeah. <laughs> exactly, yeah. Uh, I would tell everybody that owns uh, stock in the trampoline business to sell it. <laughs> you wouldn't... <laughs> You wouldn't try to manipulate that for your own gain. You would just sell, sell everyone sell, else. Sell. You need to sell. <laughs> Barry, get out of the business. You need to sell these now. <laughs> They're virtually worthless. <laughs> these are weapons of mass destruction. You throw somebody on here, they're going to go right that's, in the space. That's like what the mob uses. They just threaten people like with trampolines. <laughs> throw them on the tramp. <laughs> Do you guys think that they would have to change the lead number in the musical Wicked because Defying Gravity no longer bears weight. Oh, and that was Skyward. (laughs) Complying with gravity? Complying Complying with gravity. (laughs) Oh no, we're the only two laughing. (laughs) I love a night on the town seeing a good show. (laughs) Me and Robocop with his top hat. (laughs) Yeah. Start singing the news. <laughs> I would love it that there would be any more X Games. Thank God. <laughs> or would they be even more X? <laughs> They'd be so much more X than they are now. Triple X Games. Uh, Anyone? No. Oh. Would we buy stock in Monster Energy Drink if this happened? No. No. <laughs> no. Nobody's getting amped. <laughs> Do you not have to get amped anymore? Go, going outside your doors, amped enough. Getting high takes on a whole new meaning. <laughs> <Sure>. <laughs> Climbing to Mount Everest isn't shit anymore. <laughs> oh, that's a good point. Mm-hmm. Oh, wait, so what's holding the water down? Like oh. in the oceans. Yeah, why isn't everybody just drowning? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> nope. <laughs> 
Wait, are we in the ocean now? Uh, right is now? This, is this ocean? So when gravity <laughs> is displaced, uh, the world just flips, like, where the water is, land is. and That's a huge hole that we just poked into Skyward. Sorry. Unless they cover it, somehow. They put saran wrap over the ocean. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's all it takes, man. Yeah. What's the next book we're covering, Mike D? The next book we're covering is Avengers Infinity War Part 1. In 10 seconds, bring us up to speed of where this movie is taking place. I cannot do it, and (laughs) thus is the essence of this conversation. It's Mm. been 10 years since they kicked off this Marvel Universe franchise, and it's Obviously bigger, I think, than any of them could have anticipated. They've done 18 movies in that 10-year span. Everybody is filthy rich. Oh, ungodly. I mean, they they just break record after record after record. And this one is just immensely hyped, planning to have the biggest weekend opening ever. How do you accumulate 18 movies into a singular movie with all the characters and have it work. Does it work? Could the possibility that it doesn't work, like, is that part of the intrigue that this might flop and makes no sense? I don't think it's going to flop because we, w- we would have heard about reshoots <laughs> long, long, long before. Well, and they haven't given, there's been Marvel I think, movies I, that didn't they Didn't they add more Black Panther into it, though, than they originally anticipated? You know what? I wouldn't doubt it. And one of the things that I thought might have been a potential problem for this movie is that people look at it like it's Black Panther 1.5. It seems like that movie just came out because it was number one in the box offices for like six weeks straight or something. (laughs) It's crazy, crazy, right? Yeah. I I think a lot of people are super stoked to go see the next Black Panther movie. Mm -hmm. That alone is just like hype enough. They're going to ride that wave. And it's... By the time Black Panther came out, like, Infinity War was around the corner. So how do, how do you really edit much more of him in, to be honest? And I think the uh, idea, too, of bringing characters in who are immensely powerful versus ones who can just, like, punch a little hard. <laughs> is Where do you balance the fantasy and reality and the stakes between the characters Um, It was impressive to me, the last Avengers movie, that they got so many characters in a movie and made it even remotely make sense. Like, Mm -hmm. that's such an achievement. Mm -hmm. And to do it with this next group, I'm just like, I can't wait to see how they do it. Based on the poster alone, if every character (laughs) got five minutes, the movie would be three hours long. (laughs) Yeah, the poster's like a superhero, where's Waldo? Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. It's, It's crammed with, like, what, at least 20, 30 characters. And Hawkeye has not been in one of them. Oh, is that right? Yeah. I didn't realize that. Nope, not a one. He's not in the posters? Nope. So he's not, is he not in the movie? He is in the movie. There is speculation that he plays a different character. What? what? Yes. So there is a rumor going around that Hawkeye's family actually bites the bullet. Mm-hmm. Somehow Thanos gets to his family or whatever and they die. And in the comic books, that does happen. And he turns into this new character, this rogue assassin called Ronan. And he shaves his head and kind of goes off the map. He has nothing to do with the Avengers anymore. And he's just motivated by 
killing bad guys, not by, you know, bringing them to justice or to court, just by fucking killing them. That would make a lot of sense for them to do with him. Because I don't really think a lot of people have a, lo- a lot of hype about what he's what his role is going to be. Yeah, what's, yeah. He, what's he got? What Hawkeye got going on? And I think <laughs> yeah. the MCU really doesn't know what to do with Hawkeye. He just shoots bows and arrows. Like, yeah, they, he's, they, a, he's they, a wise talking. They outpowered him. I, they did. Totally. I mean, mm-hmm. and what they're fighting is just got to get bigger and bigger now. Kind that's, of right. That's been my problem. Like, as we keep building up to this, like you. Even in the books that we're reading, you can see it kind of go that direction where it has to be something bigger than the fate of the world now. That's where you get, like, time eaters and right. shit like that. Yeah. Like, you have to keep upping it, and so... Or fighting, like, everybody's, greed. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. And I think unless you segment the stories out more... So one interesting direction might be you've got the team of more vigilante-style heroes... And what do they have going on? And, and their world has certain stakes that don't get too high. And then you have a character like Spider-Man and his New York City heroes that only have that are kind of still pedestrian people living pedestrian lives with moderate superpowers. Right. And they're handling New York City problems. And that's as big as those stakes get. Mm-hmm. Like they're they're going to have to segment this out into into multiple teams, yes. just like just like the comic books did, right? They're having they're essentially having the same problem the comic books found themselves in. Yeah, it's like an Ocean's Eleven, but for superheroes. <laughs> yeah. oh. uh-huh. One oh, guy's job yeah. is You're just so to distract right. someone, yeah. and that's all. That's what they need to do. And that's in and of itself why I'm like slightly disinterested. Is like I like an Ocean's Eleven movie if I'm like high. I'm on vacation and I'm tired. <laughs> like, it's like, introduce me to the clan and they're going to steal something. You know, like, <laughs> I don't... I just want to see these people interact with each other so badly. Totally. That's so, so fun. fun. Yes. Yeah. yeah. It's crossover upon well, crossover. Well, maybe, maybe that's all the movie will be. It's, it's like three hours of just people meeting. It, it <laughs> that might, actually would it, be great. Oh, I think there's there's actually there's probably no way that I'm not gonna like it because of that. Even yeah. in the commercial where like Spider Man and Doctor Strange are meeting, you're just like, uh, yeah, <laughs> like they just have like a funny exchange. Yeah, like that I'm, will never get old. No. Okay, so I th- I definitely think there's people who are like superhero movies are ruining movies period because it's all that comes out anymore no other movies can be successful because super block super I'm not, I'm not that absolutist but I understand the sentiment yeah. um, but I, I love it I mean I go see these movies and I think like Thor Ragnarok was a great comedy oh like, so good Captain America uh, Civil War and um, the Winter Soldier mm-hmm. were like great Thrillers, like kind of suspense thrillers. Yeah, they were. Yeah. Um, th- they're defying the genre of superhero to me. Um, hmm. And I don't know. Like, I well, just I just think it's it's shitty to judge those movies as just like, eh, some other superhero movie. Like, they're good movies, and the fact that they exist within a huge world gives them so much more payoff for me as like a fa- a continuing. Fa- a continuing I love I love that idea of thinking of it as its own genre. They they nail it on finding, like, really cool directors and writers, people who've done, like, really cool TV projects and bringing them into movies and really giving them a, a huge chance. What do the directors for, of this new movie do? Uh, Arrested Development. Arrested Development, yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, my 
the Russo brothers. The Russo brothers, yeah. And I think they'd done like a couple like small, small movies. Yeah. But um, indie flicks. The D the D- DC is fucking jacking off to this movie though, because they're like the no joke central. So they're like, oh god, there's gonna be so many jokes. We're gonna be so rich. <laughs> Every joke means one more Batman comic sold. Oh man. So w- did we mention that Infinity War is kind of a two-parter that they filmed a stretch of? Now, see, I read something different. Oh, did you? I read that Infinity War is its own thing. Okay. And then the next Avengers movie that comes out nine months later or whatever, yeah, is Avengers something something else. And. We can't know what the title is yet because that's a spoiler for... Captain Marvel. Captain Marvel, is that right? I think so, because the rumor for Captain Marvel is that she's fighting the scroll. Um, and if you're not familiar with the oh. scroll, they're shapeshifters. Yeah. And they did this whole secret war run in the mm-hmm. comic books where you actually find out that some of the superheroes that you've come to know and love were actually aliens from another planet. Oh, and this is perfect setup... From the Thanos thing, because you could have superheroes that get killed and replaced by scrolls. Mm-hmm. Oh mm-hmm. man! <laughs> and then we're gonna find all the people we really loved in scrolls this whole time. Yep. <laughs> hmm. Interesting, Marvel. Uh huh. Scrolls sounds like way too much of a pain in the ass to try to pull off in the cinematic universe. Yes. And you I think. And I-, I, and I also kind of hate in the comic books. When they use scrolls as like an easy out in yes. a storyline, I yeah. think. Yeah. Like all the time, I'm just like, oh, it was scrolls again. Mm-hmm. Like, that's like, <laughs> so <laughs> annoying. They're like ants. Yes. Oh, we yeah. got ants again. Fuck. Oh. Any, what other yeah. villains are going to be in this one? You know what? That didn't even cross my mind that they could throw in cool surprise villains. Because, like, there, there are zero stakes for who they can, like, right. introduce newly into this. Right, so we all know that the um, the Black Order is in this, right? Which is the, I, didn't, I didn't know that. So the Black Order is the rest of Thanos's children. Oh, that, that actually want to kill other people, not yeah. Gamora and Nebula. Who's he's just, uh, quite the good Catholic. He well, no, he's like a till the Hun. <laughs> <laughs> he just conquers worlds and then okay, does uh, baby making stuff. Okay. So um, yeah, like so the Black Order is like his offspring that. Is also doubles as like his security team, hmm. and so the Avengers will be going up against them. I've also read articles that, in the so, correct me if I'm wrong, but the Red Skull was sucked into the Tesseract, correct? Yes, oh. I think you're right. There's a rumor that Thanos will somehow crack open the Tesseract, and Red Skull will come out. The way they visually animate that happening could make me really, really hate that. <laughs> like if Red Skull's just like, bloop? Hello. How many other people have been absorbed oh. into the Tesseract? He looks like though. Jim Carrey with the mask. <laughs> <laughs> what uh, What's Thanos' like, origin? Where does he like come from? I don't know, to be honest. He's like, he's just always been like a space badass. Is he kind of like an eternal? Is he what like Mar- the Marvel Universe has like a handful of Eternals, which yeah. are just is like super- is he like an, a Horseman of the Apocalypse? He might be that sort of a character. Like I think the um, because like what's the difference between him and Galactus? I, I understand the basis, but I mean like um, giant alien that wants the world to end. Yeah, they're both like world destroyers. Yeah, yeah. he's he's um they in every article I've read in in every comic he's just. Uh, 
Thanos is described as like a genocidal maniac, which means he doesn't want to eat these planets like Galactus or anything like that. He just wants to conquer. He really, he essentially is a Tildon. Yeah. He conquers. He has more power. He just wants to literally take over the universe. Mm. He is the almighty power of just. Is that a problem for this movie that we just don't know who Thanos is and uh, they're already throwing 40,000 things into this movie? Like, do you think the Marvel Universe has done a good enough job of setting up Thanos? Like, they've teased him in right. the like little end parts of several of the movies. I don't think so. I think they're relying on all of the people in the theater when the stingers happened to lean over to who they brought to see the movie yeah. to be like, this is who this is. Uh-huh. Get excited. He's bad. So you don't think from all the stingers and then all the background through the Guardians of the Galaxy movie that we kind of don't know that Thanos is just this unstoppable force? No, I mean, you just get the sense that he was a dick to his daughters. Okay. That he put him through hell. The, and the Guardians of the Galaxy movie is the one where we get the biggest taste of him. Yeah. And it's, yeah, it's just that he was an asshole to his daughters. I mean, you get hmm. brief scenes where, is it in Guardians? Yeah, because you're seeing them like Gamora and Nebula meet again. You yeah. Brief scenes like that where yep. he's maybe there or like somewhere near, but not you're a right. whole lot of you're what right. he can do. Maybe it's just a fun nod for the super fans to just have the hype surrounding that character coming. Finally. You're probably right. Wait, and because there's been plenty of nods to like uh, Infinity Stones that if you're a yeah. casual, even if you're a casual fan who's seen all the movies still, you probably didn't pick up on half of those. Is Correct. It, is it weird that Thanos is also Hellboy? No. <laughs> <laughs> Josh Brolin's gonna be Hellboy in the new movie, right? Is that the no? It's the sheriff from Stranger Things. Oh it, yeah! It is, yeah, I'm so excited. Yeah, He's and Ron Perlman a... was the first one. Awesome. Yeah, that's gonna be really. Cool. Do you think Hellboy will show up? Oh, yeah, for sure. You think so? I think Hellboy's gonna be in there. Scott Pilgrim. Uh, Scott Pilgrim, <laughs> Madman, Fish Police. Uh, yes. <laughs> Crypto. Scud. Yeah. Scud. <laughs> Dude, I love this. Is such, that's such a fucking nerdy joke. <laughs> <laughs> Just naming wrong publishers. Blood, bloodshot. Bloodshot. He's gonna be there. <laughs> Arthur from the Dick. <laughs> <laughs> Arthur from the PBS show Arthur. <laughs> <laughs> Just doing that mad Arthur. Yes. Fest. He's the one who takes down Thanos. That's what like that's <laughs> what spurs his suit to come on. He yeah. just grips really tight. <laughs> I think this is the big money shot for all, <laughs> all the fans who've been going in for the whole time. This like, is the payoff. This yeah. is your big payoff reward yeah. is this movie. And I think it's going to be I think it's going to be fun for so you're rewarding 9 hours of their work. Give me a fucking break. I've spent my I look at these stack of comics right here that we spend every week. You're doing. you're awarding 10 years of fandom of like getting stoked for movies but and we're, how many hours of viewing? It's not just that. Viewing, reviewing, every magazine, bedsheet, toy, tie-in comic book. And at least 32 hours of movie time. Right. Yeah, it's a lot. Deleted scenes, bloopers, probably behind the scenes Yeah, probably 40 hours of movie. And multiple viewings in theaters if you're us. Us. (laughs) Okay. You're right. It's a valid point that a movie franchise would spend, theoretically, 
this much money and this much time on nine hours of previous work. Yep. Like, it doesn't make sense, but if you look at it in the grander scheme of, like, it, it, it created a new movie genre. It, it got it created a... created so many spinoff TV series. Right. Yeah. It, like, expanded. Right. It, it kept old fans happy and brought in new fans. I'm glad I was contrarian, because you guys just made some damn good points. <laughs> <laughs> that was Avengers, number one, <laughs> Infinity Wars, the movie... Yep. A book on film. Oh, yeah. A book on film. Uh, Our podcast is called First Issue Club Podcast. It is recorded in KCUR 89.3 Studios. It is edited by Matthew Hodap, and our music is by Primary Color Music. We are on every social media that you want to be on, and we want to be talking to you. Like us, friend us, five-star us, do anything to us, but don't defile us. (laughs) That was good. Yeah, that was good. And uh, now it's time to close out. I've been meaning to tell you <laughs> about my woes. Um, and because of that, I would say that bequest me $200. Sincerely, Budget King. Thank you. Okay. Thank you for that. Uh, this is Greg Lichtai, and I'm very excited to see Avengers Infinity War, and I'm signing off right now. I'm Caitlin Morasek, and I will show myself out. This is Mike DeStacy, and I want to say support your local cocktail artists. Craft cocktails are a very important part of my life, and uh, it's a great thing that these artists are doing. Mixologist? Um, no. I was thinking the terminology, but no, not not really, to be honest. Um, Goodbye. Bye.